Stress by definition is a state of worry or mental tension caused by difficult situations. Um, Some symptoms of stress is irritable, angry, impatient, overwhelmed, anxious, racing thoughts, unable to sleep, um, no overall enjoyment of life, and depressed. Does any of that sound familiar? Because I probably checked off all them boxes. (laughs) Like all them boxes. Hey y'all, this is Crystal Webb and welcome to my podcast. Growth is not easy and it takes a lot of hard work and difficult conversations. And through this journey, you can feel alone. If that's you, then this is the show for you. We talk about the good and the bad that comes with growth holding each other accountable on our own personal goals. We are a community on this journey to becoming who we are truly meant to be. This isn't perfect, but it is beautiful. This is the Growth Becomes Her podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Growth Becomes Her podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful well, I'm recording this on the weekends. So I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Had a great week. Looking forward to the next week. Um, I know I haven't posted in a couple weeks. Um, to be all honest, I hadn't uh, made the time to sit and write and record. I wrote my po- uh, episode, but I did not make the time to record. So it's just me like trying to get more discipline in um recording and sticking to my um, schedule so um, that's me that's a true confession and I'm taking full accountability for that Um, also I know I posted a while ago that um, I want to start doing video uh, episodes um, or adding videos to my episode to post them on YouTube that is still in the works Um, my husband's gonna be helping me with that and it's just a matter of schedules and us just really nailing down a time to uh, make sure all the kids are good especially the little one Um, I have an interview I want to do with that and get schedules and also a lot of times when I record these episodes I look like what what I don't know what um, like today, uh, <laughs> I went to the um, my boys' basketball game. I worked out, went to the boys' basketball game, came home, ate lunch, got the little girl occupied, and now I'm down here. So to be beautiful was not a part of any part of that schedule. So I had to also coordinate when I want to look uh, camera ready because usually when I record, I don't. I look everything, but and how I look should only be seen by the ones who are obligated to love me till death do us part ugly and cute no matter what and that's only you know the people in this house so (laughs) rambling like a fool I'm just so excited to be back um I really do um I gotta make this more of a priority it is a priority don't get me wrong but when life gets in the way and um just been trying to like to be transparent like reconnect with the spouse he's back home and all the things and I just don't make this a priority but when I get the time to when I make the time to get down here I am just excited to be down here so then I start rambling so anyway um today I want to talk about stress 
We all have stress. I don't care who you are. You got some stress, especially if you are a thriving adult, such as I am, that comes with um, stress. And um, stress by definition is a state of worry or mental tension caused by difficult situations. Um, some symptoms of stress is irritable, angry, impatient, overwhelmed, anxious, racing thoughts, unable to sleep, um, no overall enjoyment of life, and depressed. Does any of that sound familiar? Because I probably checked off all them boxes, <laughs> like all them boxes. And on top of all that, some stress can, and I'm learning that stress my mom used to say, you know, stress will kill you. Um, we're going to use kill loosely, but stress will kill you faster than any illness will. And I noticed that um, when my stress level is higher than normal, I do find myself catching colds longer. I know stress cold, you can't die from a cold, but I'm trying to say like it makes your immune system weaker because your mind, you know, I think we don't really... Um, give our minds, our brains as much credit. I know I don't, I don't give it as much credit as I should. And even though it's a very small little mushy thing up on top of our heads, it legit uh, controls every other part of your body. Like, you know how when you're working out and it says, you know, it's not your body you need to convince, it's your mind. Because if your body can do 20 push-ups, but your mind is saying I can only do 10, you're probably only going to do 10 because your mind has already convinced you that you can't do anything more. So when you overwhelm your mind with stress and things like that, it does weaken your immune system and your body suffers. And I'm learning that more now than I have before. So I've really been trying to um, work on... Um, uh, excuse me. I'm really trying to work on just some ways to chip off or relieve some stress. Um, and I've been trying to use these couple things and things that I've just have helped, to be honest. And just um, if I'm being a little bit more transparent, we did have like, well, I've been transparent enough. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> I can't get too deep because y'all be like, okay, Chris, this ain't no diary. It is though. But anyway, so I just been really doing a deep, deep dive, probably in the last month or so, just really doing a deep dive on stress and ways to relieve stress. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Just some things that I'm finding and I am literally um, in real life, in live time using to help me kind of relieve some stress. Cause I have home stress, I have work stress, and I have personal stress. And all three combined can really take a toll on your mental. Um, it makes you not enjoy, like I went over those symptoms. And I just wanna, if I can help with some of my tips to help anybody. And again, if you know some better tips, reach out to your girl. Cause anything to relieve stress, oh, I'm an open book. Let's talk about it. Let's let's try to implement. Let's see if it works. So I wanted to go over a couple things that I'm finding that has helped me as far as relieve. I mean, I don't, you'll, I don't think you'll ever be totally relieved of a lot of, of all stress, but anything to bring them levels down, this is for it. This is all the way for it. So this is a couple things. You know, I love my list. So stress number or relief number one. I would say it's simply just flat out 
acknowledging that you're overwhelmed or stressed out. You are not less than a person. You are not no less of a strong woman or a strong man if you sit there and say, hey, you know what? I'm stressed the F out. Like I am stressed out. And I remember I had this conversation um, with one of my, my co-worker who has become like my friend. And I'm like, I was at work like, sis, I'm, I don't wanna put names out there so everybody's a sis right now. But I'm like, sis, I'm so freaking overwhelmed. And she, you know, I went through a couple things I've been talking about and the workload and all the madness and mayhem. And I was like, she was like, well, what can I do to help you? And I said, honestly, because I know you have your own workload, there's nothing you can physically do to help me. But, you know, just talking about it relieve some stress acknowledging where acknowledging where i was mentally saying yes i am overwhelmed at work yes i have a heavy workload sometimes you have to verbally say it and that that just kind of puts like a relieve some of the knot on the stress bag that you're holding like whoo some air's been lifted out because you've been able somebody granted you the space to say hey you know i'm really overwhelmed at work or even when i come home and i you know talking to marlon um, I won't hide his name because y'all know him by now. You didn't see him. But <laughs> even when I've been talking to Marlon and, you know, I talk about things about work. And um, honestly, this past week, he was like, do you want me to say something or give you advice? And I said, honestly, because he has never worked in the position that I am. No, because there's like I can't give him advice about being an air force airman you know i don't i'm not asking for advice but the listening ear alone and i told him like you just listening that helps somebody cares enough to listen how overwhelmed i am and that also helps and you know another thing i wanted to bring up is that um and i know i've talked about my um postpartum depression i had after my youngest daughter and when marla and i um We've been really working on communicating. So we're just like, side note, like I almost look at him as like a different person because we talk, we've been talking about so much since he's gotten home, both like he's been saying a lot. I've been saying a lot. It's like, I'm like learning him for the learning him again, or actually getting to know him on a different level for the first time. And we've been together for almost a decade. And, you know, so side note, you know, if you've never had, if, if it's been a while since you've had some um hard or very open transparent conversations with your significant with your significant other i highly highly recommend you look at them in a whole nother light um but anyway um i talked about my postpartum depression with him and i honestly think that as of recently that was the first time that I talked to him about it and really talked to him about it and how I felt and some of my dark thoughts. And he was just like, I didn't even know you was going through that. And I'm like, I know because I pride myself. Well, I don't even know if it's a pride, but I know that I'm a suffering silence type of woman. And that is, um, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. Cause I feel like if I expressed how overwhelmed I was and how tired I was and how sad I was during that time instead of me thinking that talking to him would have been a burden it may have would have been of help maybe he would have realized that I was overwhelmed or feeling defeated by bre uh, by breastfeeding every two hours and sometimes my milk didn't um produce as much as as my daughter needed or there were some times I looked at my body and felt like 
trash. And if I would have verbally expressed that to him, I didn't give him the opportunity to possibly help me during that time. So acknowledging that you're overwhelmed, stressed out, depressed, especially if you have someone that is a safe space, a significant other, a good friend, a parent, a sibling, any, a niece, you know how I love my nieces, you know, that does relieve some stress. Talking about it, acknowledging it, relieve some stress number two <laughs> taking a nap or just flat out taking a break but the key is you take your nap and or you take a break with no guilt with absolutely no guilt we are humans we are not robots it is okay if we just take a day to chill the f out to take a nap there's been a couple times where i was sitting here with baby girl and she put me to sleep and i remember the one time i think i brought this up a couple episodes ago i felt guilty for taking a nap and i'm like are you how crazy do you sound i mean she was chilling um everybody else i think everybody was at work or with their other parents um and i was just like i felt bad for taking a nap like who does that so i'm teach or there was a day where um i just kind of just sat around like you know nothing was going on there was no i wasn't like inner nothing my taking a nap didn't interfere with anything any it wasn't like life-changing i don't know why that I used to think that taking a break now if you take a break all the time you got to get up and do something but every so often you take a day off from work to just relax you you make sure all the kids and the house is in order and you lay down and take a quick little nap or whatever there is no guilt and just taking that break letting your mind just relax and then you wake up and you don't mind taking on some of your responsibilities or stressors because you've given you've given your brain some rest. So take a nap or take a break with zero guilt. Number three, and this was my favorite. <laughs> well, one of my favorites, one of my favorites is um, lately for me, I've been taking adaptogens. Now adaptogens are naturally occurring herbs that gives you sustainable boost of energy and also provides um, many health benefits such as, and most importantly, a mood stabilizer. Now I, um, with my adaptogens, I first time I heard about them was from my girl, Rachel Hollis. And let me just say real quick, Y'all may not know Rachel Hollis, but I do. I feel like I know her. And the day I meet her, I'm shoot, I'm just gonna call it out there. I'm gonna meet her. I'm just gonna give her a hug and be a, a crazy fan. I'm just playing. But anyway, <laughs> I do love Rachel Hollis. She is my favorite motivational woman ever. Um, besides Sarah Jakes Roberts, but that's a whole nother. That's a ooh, we won't even go on up. We won't even start. On my girl Sarah we won't even start on her anyway back to the back to the topic uh, I told you I was excited to be recording today so bear with me um but this has been a trial and error with me I first heard about adaptogens from a podcast from Rachel Hollis and the first one she mentioned was holy basil and I took it um, but the only problem with the holy basil, I don't know what was in it, but it gave me really bad headaches. And also I noticed that when I started taking it, um, 
I don't know. I think I was just going to do too many hormonal things after postpartum or during postpartum that it just didn't contribute. So I waited until I was done breastfeeding, done with all that stuff, tried it, kept getting the headaches, didn't really feel a difference in my mood. And I always suggest one, I am no way, shape or form an expert on any of this stuff. I am a trial and error type of uh, type of woman. Two, I think that if the bottle, after you do your research, after you talk to your doctor, they say, okay, I feel like after reading the label, it's, it's okay for you. You got to give it the 30 days. Like if it says take two a day for 30 days or something for 30 days, you got to take it for the 30 days before you just say no. So that's what I did with the holy basil. And I took it for 30 days and I didn't have a headache every day, but I had a headache the majority of the day. So I scratched holy basil. Then I tried, um, I tried, what was next? I listened to Dr. Daniel Amen and he, um, he's like the brain, the celebrity brain specialist. And he has a whole like catalog of different things you can take. So I take, um, I started taking happy saffron that I took that. I still take maybe like one a day, but not really. Um, it's good. It, I gave it the 30 day trial. I noticed that my mind was a little calmer. I noticed that I wasn't so quick to, now I still, I mean, it doesn't numb you out like a um, antidepressant used to numb me out. Cause I took those for a while and I, it, it wasn't good for me. If it's good for you, roll with it. But antidepressants were not good for me. So it didn't make me numb like I was on the antidepressants, but it did kind of chill me out. Um, so I did enjoy happy saffron. I actually have no issues with that. And then from the happy saffron, which is what I'm currently taking, which is um, ashwagandha. <sighs> ashwagandha to me, it doesn't numb me out. Of course, because I don't want to be numbed out. I want to be able to feel whatever feelings I'm feeling, but I'm not feeling them at a 10. I may be feeling them at like a nice five. <laughs> but I've been on ashwagandha for about almost two, three months now. And let's say I'm on a hamster wheel. <laughs> My mind is on a mental hamster wheel. And I've been taking the ashwagandha so consistently that the hamster wheel still spins, but we're not spinning as fast. And I noticed for me, just other things that I used to do to chill out, I don't have the urge to do them as much anymore. Um, so like I said, if you're, if you've thought about, uh, adaptogens, um, do your research, talk to your doctor. Don't listen to me. I have, I'm not a master of any of it. I just trial and error it until you find what you like. It's make sure it's natural. Make sure it's not filled with a bunch of crap. Do your research, do your research, talk to your doctor. And when you find something, give it the proper 30 days before you say, this isn't for me. Cause I can now, now that I said, I take that, um, the ashwagandha, I can honestly say like, this is what I'm supposed to take. And I finally feel like this is mentally where I need to be on most days. Some days the ashwagandha won't even touch it, but I'm more, um, it's that it, 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 it evens me out. It evens me out. Number four, and you already know, journaling. And husband has got into journaling and it has made my little heart happy. Because he's like, huh, I never really thought about journaling until now. Sir, 
journal. When you get mad at me, instead of cussing me out, journal. I'm just playing. Journaling, journaling, journaling. I will never not express my love for journaling. I have a new journal. And if you follow me on Instagram, um, I probably post a couple pictures of it. Baby girl just joined our party. Hey, Brooke. Hey. Hey. So like I have this new journal that I've been using and it actually gives me prompts. And you know, I have my gratitude journal with my affirmations, which you already know, I already do that. And then remember I used to have my free, just free, free, free um, journal. And I still use my free journal when, um, if I just have something really heavy on my heart or on my mind so I can just write it out and move on and, and unpack and go on. But this new journal I have, um, it gives you prompts of things to write about and things I even think about so and it has taken my journaling and even my mindset and even the way I think when I journal to a different level it's making me think of things that free write for me free write free blah, blah, free writing doesn't do I don't think of certain things like um, how I feel about my performance at my job and how I feel about my hair you know like things like that you if you follow me I posted it journal however that looks like for you it can be the notebook app it could be a your, one of your kids composition notebooks that they don't even use and you they insist that you buy and they never used it you can use um i think marlon's using like a legal pad or something anything anything just to get your mind off of it and then you can choose to read it or you can choose to put out on the paper and then go on with your life journaling in my opinion is one of the best stress reliefs just get it on paper get it off your mind get it on paper highly recommend um you and you already know the next one exercise exercise moving your body moving your body almost every single day even if it's 30 minutes a day you don't have to do six days a week like i do yes i still do six days a week but my relationship with working out especially because mental health has became more important to me than what a body looks like. Now I still have body goals. I still want the stomach and the nice arms and the nice legs and the nice peach and all that stuff. I still want that. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want the bomb body? But my mental connection with working out has shifted to the point where if my body doesn't look like the image in my mind, I'm okay with that because at this point where I'm where I am now in my journey, moving my body, clearing my mind, giving myself that time, allowing myself to try new things physically, whatever that may look like, that's more important to me than what a body looks like at the end of the day. Goals are goals. I was just talking to my friend um, that I work out with. We just talked about our nutrition, which we're gonna start. Well, she's doing great. I need to shape up, shape up on. But moving your body, you gotta admit, on the days where you work out, you know you feel good as f when you finish. You know you do. You know you feel good. So why not continue to do it? And there's just so many people that I talk to who are beautiful the way they look right now. And they'll say, oh, I wanna get up and move like you and get up every day. And my advice is always, you'll do it. You'll do it. If you really wanna do it, you'll make time to do it. If we make time to binge on Netflix, we can make time, which I do. We can make time to get up and move our bodies. 
30 minutes a day, three to four, five days a week. Go for a walk, go for a run, do a workout video um, on uh, Beachbody On Demand or YouTube. Go to a gym, do some weights. I've been working out with Marlon at the gym for leg days. Those are awesome. This, who doesn't want to work out and get all sweaty and build muscles with their cutie husbands? I do. But I started going to my uncle, my uncle, my uncle's yoga fit class. Whatever it is, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do CrossFit and run marathons. You can just get up and do some squats, push-ups, and sit-ups, and maybe add a little weight over time. Every day, three, four times a day, 30 minutes tops. You ain't gotta go past 30 minutes. Just for the mental, and eventually your body will follow. Trust, move your body as many days as you can. Make it a priority for anything but your mental health, for everything, especially your mental health. Highly recommend. Number six was actually take a day off, but I incorporated that in um, the take a nap and take a, take a break, so we'll move on. Another thing that I'm learning um, that has helped with stress relief is find a new hobby. I have taken on skating, roller skating, not figure or rollerblading. Um, it's something actually that uh, Marla and I are doing together. And I am a complete beginner. Like I can get around the circle, but to do like backwards skating and the cute little turns and stuff, sis is a beginner. And I have not fallen in the past, what, three-ish weeks than I have in the past like 10 years. And my body, I will say, I'm thankful that I do work out like I do because I think if I didn't, I wouldn't recover from the falls because I'm gonna fall. And because you know you're trying something new, you're expanding your brain, you're taking your you take your mind off of the madness that you have to deal with every day. I I enjoy it. I I am enjoying being a beginner again because I haven't put. I mean, I I watch the kids roller skate, but I just kind of sit there, and it's nice. And even the kids, they enjoy like you know, mom, when we going skating, and they can all skate. But me, <laughs> I can get around the circle. But it has been a relief to do. And it, I don't know, it's like a mental shift to just try to try something new. You know, try something, find a new hobby, whatever it is. Um, and I think that's why, one of the reasons why I take into like, um, my friend, if you guys remember when Melanie came on and how she has the monthly dance class. And I think that's, I know that's one of the reasons why I took to her dance class because it was a, an hour, two hours, once a month that I didn't have to worry about my everyday stresses. And um, now that I've taken on roller skating, that's another way I don't have to focus on everyday stress. And I just highly recommend find a new hobby. It doesn't have to be roller skating, but just find something different out of your norm. If you exercise every day, if you already do that, maybe start reading a book or I don't know, um, start roller skating. Uh, I don't know. Just try something. Uh, pick a hobby and just try it out. See how you feel about it. Get your mind off your rest relief tip that I have. And um, I'm not going to lie. I do have baby girl in here. So I'm going to try to be as discreet as I can. Because yes, she is only three. But she has ears. And she's very aware. She's very aware for a three-year-old. I don't know what I did. But she's very aware. <laughs> um, but... I'll say, and as far as I know, we're all adults. Like the people I know who listen to the podcast, we're all adults. And so I'm just going to say it. 
Um, but I'm not going to get too, you know, I ain't like that. Well, so my last tip, and this is easier if you're in a relationship, um, but I would say sex and, and lovemaking and or lovemaking, whatever you want to call it, is indeed one of the best stress reliefs. And, you know, our bodies, they hold a lot of stress and a lot of the stress we don't even realize that we're holding in any way we can release that stress especially in the form of love making it just chills you out and you know us married folks or folks in a relationship and y'all are choosing to do this in your relationship it's so much easier because you know he, they, they right there they're sitting there laying right next to you but for for some of us who are still single in our single single season and you're not just you know, bopping around. Do it by yourself. I mean, <laughs> whatever it takes, whatever it looks like from you, you won't trust. You ain't gonna get no judgment from your girl, Crystal. I get it. So if that's not your jam, it's not your jam. But if you are, I'm just gonna say it. If you're a married person, if you're in a marriage and you're stressed, if you're a wife or you're a husband and you're married, if you're a wife, husband, and you're married and you're stressed, why not relieve stress in one of the, the you know, you don't, it don't cost. They're right there next to you. You don't got to pay for it. You don't got to go pay the world. You got to pay the roller skate. You don't got to pay to do that. You just like, hey, hey, hey. And whatever happens after the third, hey, let it go. And just let your body enjoy it and be open to it and i'm i'm talking to the marrieds i'm talking to the marrieds um or in the relationship whoever wants to hear it but and why not why not release take some of that stress release that pressure you know handle that handle that because you know it is what it is and a lot of nights a lot of days um work is stressful I can't wait till the kids go to bed. I'm so full of tension. And that's probably overworking out and journaling and all that other stuff. That love making, we'll just call it love making because I got baby girl in the room. That is some days, that is sometimes the only thing that helps relieves tension for me. Try it out. <laughs> Try it out. Try to do it more often. You know, even whether it's with a partner or i'm just giving bad advice i'm not giving bad advice but i mean come on y'all know what i'm trying to say i got a three-year-old sitting with me like you know if you're in a married relationship try to do that stuff more often or if you in a committed relationship hey bae if you by yourself by yourself you know britney spears had a song about it um so <laughs> my last piece of advice is if you're into it if that's your thing sex and or love making however you want to call it is one of the best stress reliefs that I can think of and that's it you know I don't said enough I don't sit here and blushed and me being my beautiful brown plus self don't blush but um I couldn't I could not not add that to the list because if I'm talking about things that I have been doing lately to help me relieve with stress I would not be completely honest if I haven't been using and doing that lovemaking as a part of my stress relief. Flat out. You know, work out, 
you know, read, journal. I still do all that. And then I finish my day with that. Period. We done. We done. We are done. Anyway. <laughs> so now, before I let you go, I want to do, I want to attempt to do a meditation with you just to kind of clear our mind. And also, you know, meditation is a, and also a very good way to release stress. So I want to do just a quick little meditation with you to maybe help um, calm our minds in that way too. I'm gonna put on my meditation voice. So we're gonna take a minute to get nice and quiet. Brooke's gonna stop talking as well. You gonna be quiet for me? Okay, she gonna be quiet for me. So first off, we're going to begin, um, we're going to inhale and then we're going to exhale and just take a couple moments. Like you're going to inhale for five seconds and exhale for five seconds and then inhale and exhale. We're going to do that about two times before I start um, the meditation. So let's start breathing. Inhale. Exhale. We'll do it one more time. Inhale. And exhale. First off, I want to show a, oh, some gratitude for this time. For this time to quiet our minds, quiet our hearts, attempt to quiet the noise around us. To just take this time to acknowledge where we are right now. Life is not easy some days and stress is unfortunately a part of our everyday lives. And a lot of times we get so wrapped up in our stress that we forget to, to relieve it. We forget to take the time to quiet our minds, to quiet our hearts, to quiet our noise around us and focus on rebalancing and relieving. I want you to take this time to think about your main stressor, whether it's work, whether it's relationships, whether it's children, and whatever it is, I want you to sit here in the quiet, in the calm, and think about what can I do to relieve the stress of blank, whatever that is for you. Is it a hard conversation? Is it, a, you know, finding hobbies for your child so they're not so much in your face? Is it maybe potentially finding ways to either delegate help at your job or maybe even get off the job and find something better that won't stress you out so much. And for your personal life, do you need more sleep? Do you need more alone time? Do you need more time with that significant other? What would stress, what would help you relieve your stress? Take this time to think about it. Maybe you never really thought about what is really truly stressing me out. Why do I hold so much tension in my shoulders? Why do I find myself tossing and turning at night? 
Why do I find myself mad, angry, irritable at the people that I love the most? What is stressing me out? Acknowledge it. Acknowledge where you are mentally. If you're overwhelmed, if you're sad, if you're depressed, if you're straight out stressed out, acknowledge that. More important than acknowledging, give yourself some grace. A lot of reasons why we're stressed out so much is that we don't give ourselves enough grace. So take the time to say, you know what? I appreciate myself for handling everything I handle. And I also want to give myself the grace that to say that I'm not perfect and I am stressed out. I am overwhelmed and that's okay. Why? Because I'm going to figure out how to relieve my stress. Take that time. Take this time to give yourself grace. I'm going to stay quiet for a few minutes just so you can sit in your calm. time to do some more breathing we're going to inhale in exhale inhale in exhale I want to thank you for giving me some of your time to sit and listen to my rambling and my tips and my jokes and my blushing. Um, I'm always appreciative of anyone who listens and um, I'll never take that for granted. And I just thought really quick, you know, just to sit here and give myself time to breathe, that relieves some stress too. So I really hope that my tips and the things I talked about today helped, even even if it's just 1% help, um, I hope. And uh, that's all I have for you today. Of course, I'm going to leave you with a journal entry as well. Um, I want to say, right before you journal, take about 5-10 minutes if you have the time to do a little bit of a silence and meditation. Just to kind of get your mind into the right frame to start journaling. And... What I want you to write about this week until we talk or at least until we talk again is um, I want you to document what your stressors are, your big stressors, whatever it is. I want you to write down the main stressors in your life. And then once you write them all down, if you have the time, go through them and see what you could do to maybe relieve some stress. Maybe it's delegating work. Maybe it's hard conversations. Maybe it's working out, finding a new hobby, whatever it is. Maybe it's sex, whatever it is. Try to dissect what's stressing me out and then find a solution. 
What's the point of having all these problems and expressing and dealing with all these problems and you never try to find any solutions? So that is all I have for you today. Thank you so, so much for your time. I know I held you for a while, but I hoped you were entertained and I hope it was informative, informative and I don't know, motivational, inspirational, it was all of them. So have a wonderful, wonderful day. I cannot wait to talk to you again. Reach out to me. Let me know your thoughts. And always remember, if nobody told you, just know that I love you. And I'm so freaking proud of you. And I'll talk to you soon. The Growth Becomes Her podcast was hosted and produced by me, Crystal Webb. And if you're liking what you're hearing thus far, please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're using. So every time I post a new episode, you'll be notified. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram at growth underscore becomes her underscore podcast. And I thank you for listening.